Anyway, this is his monk. Everybody knows who I am. Well, at least 27,000 of you do. Or 27,000 now? Yeah. Mm. 27,342 to be exact, according to YouTube analytics. Which is roughly, what, 7,000 more before I get to 35? Yep. 7,000. Anyway, this is the temple podcast on whatever streaming platform will have us that's just how it works and because we have such good conversation i'm gonna of course be into some sort of character but you might hear a little bit of ranting which some of you i know don't mind we will not be talking about anything k-pop today at least not today maybe in the future i don't know I really have nothing bad to say about the genre, but this is all about mental health, something that me and my wife are both experts in, per se. We're not experts. Or, right. Um, Working on. Anyway, we we have a lot. We're experienced. There we go. We're experienced in mental health. I have 20 years, and my wife has, who knows, maybe a lifetime, depending on who it is you're dealing with. But yeah, depending on people, like actually everybody has some type of experience in mental health. In any case, I've been doing this for 20 years, really quick pre-log, and there are just some do's and don'ts within the mental health field, particularly with senior care. Um, And usually if you ever apply for a job, and I'm going to get to the story in a minute, but Whenever you apply for a job, if you go look at the reviews, the main complaint on any job posting, whether it's Indeed or whatever platform you use, the main complaint is always never residents or patients or students, whatever you want to call it, never though, it's always management corporate every single time let's just say about 90 percent of the time you don't hear hardly anybody complain about oh well the patients are a bunch of assholes nobody says that it's always usually management um uh management profession how do you say professionalism or management care management neglect anything so with that being said welcome to episode one of my daily what i call i'm gonna do this every day uh, maybe yeah because i need a place to rent maybe (laughs) so yeah this is this is episode one of (laughs) i want to almost say like employee employee employed rant or (sighs) what is that usually what yeah ranting let's just say it rant blog employee ramblings yeah employee ramblings because usually that's what we ramble about we don't really (laughs) ramble about too much more any of anything else uh we do watch a lot of shows and stuff like that but we'll get into that in another podcast anyway so welcome to episode one here we go
And I will be talking to my wife a lot because I have to tell her story. But since you're here, we're going to talk to you. So I've been working in this facility for about facility. I was going to say facility. F-A-S-S. Yeah. Okay. Facility. Wait. Facility. I've been working in this facility. Ass tea for about three months. Now, I've worked in a lot of facilities, but nothing has been as aggravating as this. Before wrong, I was going to add to the word facility. Okay. Fuss, silly, tea. Yeah. We're going to spill some tea. Right? Fuss, silly. I'm sorry, I'm eating homemade um, chop suey right now. I like that. Fuss, silly tea. Mm-hmm. That should be a YouTube channel. Yeah, that should be a YouTube channel. Fuss, silly tea. Copywritten. Don't take it. Anyway. <laughs> so, there are some things that happen at every facility. You always have the same people. You have a dumbass manager or a supervisor. And then you have a supervisor who's cool. You have a supervisor who's smart. You have your executive directors, your your your, your uh, nurses, your your um, administrators, your receptionists, your coworkers, the, the the staff in the kitchen, wh- the whatever. Security guard. Yeah, the security the guard, janitor. the janitor, right? The full spiel, right? And every character is in every fac- facility that you go into. That character is going to be there. So when people complain about fuck this place, I'm gonna go get a job somewhere else because I can't deal with this shit. Guess what? When you get to that new job, you will be dealing with this shit. I don't care how many jobs you go to, there's always that asshole. There's always that nice person. There's always that bad manager. Dick happy dude that wants to bone every chick in the building. There's always the know-it-all there's always the 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 scaredy cat the person that doesn't there's There's always the veteran who doesn't want anyone to tell him or her what to do yeah what to do right there's always the snitch there's always the new person that comes in to tell you how much experience they have even though it's totally irrelevant to the fucking job they're about to do that day Mm -hmm. there's always those people no matter what job you're going to that is there you it is unavoidable okay same, how they say it? Same shit, different toilet. That's that's how it goes. Uh-huh. Right? So, okay. With that being said, let's move forward. Now, as long as I've worked in this place, there have been some things I've been able to tolerate. And I come home, and of course, I tell my wife about it. But today, and today, I am going to just explain to my wife what happened. So, I'm a backlog real quick. When I first started at this place, I was supposed to be a med tech. I started off as a PCA. I thought it was great. I, I love mingling with the seniors. That's the one thing I love is I love mingling with the seniors because you get to hear some great stories. You get to see some funny characteristics about people. And old people just don't give a shit. They don't, that's what's even funnier is they don't care anymore. So they're very outspoken. They're very, you know, some are very gentle. Some can be very rough. But for the most part, they're all nice people. Who have been through some things so when i became the med when i became the medical technician or medicine technician or medication technician whatever you call it when i stumbled into this place the first thing i that got my attention was the lack of organization now for medications 
one word always falls into place and it's precision accurate well excuse me i said one word <laughs> precision accuracy organization and structure you cannot run you, you cannot deal with medications and not have those things in place and timeliness and, and timeliness timeliness yeah time management right time time is the, of, is of the most importance as well as accuracy because of course you don't want to be giving somebody the wrong meds um but security is another word now you know when you're dealing with narcotics security is top-notch every facility i've worked in that has dealt with medications has always had some sort of security in place some sort of you know security security uh yeah security structure in place cameras um log books which we have um things like that you know what i mean reconciliation you know, people who are so now this place has been here for a while and when i came in the first thing i noticed was that there were no cameras in these med rooms that was red flag number one red flag number two was hearing some of the historical mishaps that or excuse me his historical blunders and lack thereof in these places that have happened and yet still no cameras they have a lot of books reconciliation books mm -hmm. no cameras so you notice i told you this already mm -hmm. so today today and just after what a few days ago just a few just a few days ago i was telling my wife how it was, it's funny that there are no cameras in this place yet they want to have these meetings regarding um uh issues with the med room and you know the med techs we have our meetings and they want to have issues with these med rooms and now what they want to do is implement a um, new system right now this place has been up for years with again things like stolen cards like full cards of narcotics missing years ago this has happened three years ago right someone i know was actually drug tested on multiple occasions due to something like this happening yet again no cameras no change structure no change system so we get this new system in place where they say for now on we're going to have one of the supervisors stand in and count. Now, at places I've been at, when these counts happen, guess who's in the med room with the nurses doing the count? The goddamn supervisor. So for years, these counts have been happening with no cameras, no supervisor. Now, let's fast forward to today. Today, we're told, guess what? Um, we're going to do... Uh, we need the system to be done correctly. <laughs> this is how the system was done when I was trained two months ago. This is no, sorry, three months ago. Mm -hmm. This is what the system I was trained on when my sister started working there three years ago. And I'm sure the system was in place even longer than that. So today they tell us we need to do this system the right way. The way we were doing it was we would go through the locked narcotic box, pick a card, uh, not pick a card, go through the card as they are in order, whatever that order may be. It's not, it's, it's, it's not alphabetical and it's not in numer numerical order. So the cards are just there. The names are there, the cards are there. Now the cards are in the right slots for the, for, for the designated person that they're for, all good. So when you, pull out a, when you pull out a card, the card may have a page number that coincides with 
the reconciliation book, the, the, the medical law book. Mm. So, for instance, my partner, when I come in, that person's leaving, I'm coming in, we're overlapping shifts so we can do the count. They say page number 145, I go to page 145, they give me, a, they count the meds, they give me a number, they tell me there's 18, I look on the book, it should say 18, it says 18, bam, next page, and so forth and so on. For about, eh, let's just say 20 residents, okay? <clears throat> We've been doing this, like I said, for three years. And when I asked my partner, my, my sister, my sister said, yes, this is how I was trained three years ago when she was a med tech. Mm. So today we find out, hey, you know what? We need to start doing, we need to be doing this the right way. We're not doing it. The right <laughs> We're not doing it the right way. Okay, well, how should it be done? Well, what we should do is you should do it from the book and then go into the narcotics box and coincide with that so you start with the book so I go to page one I give you a name I give you a page number you look for the name in the narcotics box and then you tell me how many is in there and then I say yes or no that's it okay now that's nothing wrong with that system here's the problem when we go to the book not only not only are the page numbers per se not in order, for instance, John Doe 1 has lorazepam, right? 50 milligrams taken by mouth twice a day. I want you to find John Doe 1 in the box. Well, guess what? John Doe 1 in the box for lorazepam, 50 milligrams a day isn't in there. But there is a John Doe, say for diazepam, in there once a day that page is not on page one that page is on page 45 so now we gotta go we gotta <laughs> because because we're supposed to be going order there's page one with no coincide no no um no card in the narcotics box to match but on page 45 there's a card for the diazepam so we go in there and we go to page 45 okay there's the card but wait a minute what happened what happened to page one and how come at the end of the page it says there are two tablets left well this is what should happen when you finish and you come down to the end of the page and say you do have two tablets left you should write at the bottom of the page the next page over which should be page two then starting again from two until you run out and then get a new and of course get your refills I hope I'm explaining this correctly. You, you understand? No problem. Okay, good. All right. So, but that doesn't happen. When you go to page two, it doesn't even say John Doe 2. It says Jane Fassenberger 3, and she's on Metaprolol. Metropolol. Metropolol. And th she died three years ago. <laughs> so, the so the book is the long story short mm -hmm. the book is way out of order why it's obsolete and unorganized obviously un unorganized is the main reason because the system that we were supposed to be doing that we were trying to do today was never implemented long time ago since day one which then tells me that the ed never Checks the checked <laughs> or never even got the book. The, now, the nurse has all the old books. 
So what was the nurse doing with the books? Well, she was just shelving them. She never checked them to see yeah, if they were in order or anything. Nobody. And we are on book seven. What is that? T- you know how long it takes to fill a book? Mm. Is it that big? Big it's, no, it's not even. It's a. It's kind of like what the kids use the five subject spiral books. Um, it's about that thick, and those are pretty. That's pretty like thick. Oh, more than that. I'd say about three hundred at the least. Three to five hundred pages, at the least. <sighs> and there's seven of these books on one side only. We're not even talking about the other side, where our uh, high-end Alzheimer's and dementia patients are. That's a whole nother book issue over there. Now, if the system's been followed on this side that way, then that means the system's been followed on the opposite side that way. So now we, so <laughs> we got a jumbled up book based off of our old system that nobody checked, that was never supposed to be done, and nobody who shouldn't have been trained on. But guess how many med techs for who knows how many years have been trained with a system that wasn't even part of the protocol? If I'd been there three months and two of the med techs were trained at the time I was there, and let me see, my sister has been there for three years and three of the med techs have been there since she's been there, that's at least six of us right there. What's going to happen again? When was the last time they had the state doctor? <laughs> you don't even want to go there because the state probably never even seen him. Corporate. Maybe if, this, if today we're just, if today they're just finding out that the system was never done according to protocol, that means it was never checked. They're lucky I don't Ever. Care about it. Ever. Wait, let me just check something in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, while she's in the kitchen, I just want to say that, um, <laughs> for the most part, I love the job. I do. Again, the residents there are very, very, I mean, there's nothing more rewarding than working with residents and knowing that you're doing a good job, helping them out. People who literally cannot help themselves, I have no problem. Um, I can literally go into rant about coworkers and their attitude towards it, how some people loathe having to wipe a resident's behind uh, feces. I mean, there's so many different angles I can go into regarding this, but we'll do that as we go, you know, days will go. It's going to be really dependent on the mood. Today was just one of those moods, uh, one of those things, and I said, you know what, let's do podcast about this, because I've been wanting to do podcasts based on my experience with mental health, phys- uh, mental health disability, senior, adolescent care, psychiatric, all the experience experience all the things that I experienced in the past 20 years working with autism Asperger's FASD um, uh, uh, any kind of mental disability um, chromosome 5 things like that uh, working with uh, behavioral uh, working with psychiatric forensics um, Alzheimer's all you know all of that uh, drug induced working with all these people and nothing is ever the same it's never the same so you know, um, when I go in, I try to go in with a blank slate. I go in with a little bit of the experience that I have. and But at the same time, I don't expect anything to be close to what it is I've experienced. Um, because that's how you should, that's, that's how you got to do it. You have to go in there naked. You know? And, um, you know, we've had these conversations before where me and my wife have pretty much sat and have, um, 
pretty much sat and have um and have um and have um <laughs> have sat and have pretty much had these rants go on <laughs> regarding the characteristics of people in mental health because people you know what you uh, um we live in we we live out here in nevada and the pay isn't great i know that but i like what you know I, again i like the job some people go in with this idea that the pay is great you know what i mean and that working in this you know they they, they go in and, you know hey they're, they're paying uh eleven dollars an hour here but they're paying thirteen dollars an hour here you know i'm gonna go over there because it's the better shot you know blah blah or the i mean i've gone so far as hearing people talk about oh the facility is real nice and it's, it's in this nice area uh, uh, of nevada i'm gonna go there and you know it's nice and relaxing looking no that's not how it works i don't care how nice the facility is on the outside you're still gonna deal with the bs on the inside the beauty of a person on the outside can be fabulous but if you cut them open they have the same guts gore as anybody else okay no matter how much makeup you put on it it's still a pimple um so, you know, that's just one of the things that I, uh, that's just one of, or a few of the things that we end up always talking about is how people perceive mental health to be. It takes a particular characteristic to be in that field, man. You can't just go in there for the money. You got to go in there for the experience. You got to go in there for the love. You got to go in there for the care. Or else you're just there you're gonna hate your job you're gonna hate your life and you're gonna take it out on the people who don't deserve to have it taken out on i see it all the time i swear to god even today and we will get into those type of episodes also what what did what, what, uh, what regarding you know people's attitudes towards mental care and uh you know health care and things like that what they expect when they go in and you know how some people will perceive oh if it's a nice looking building then it must be a nice looking uh group of people or even uh, no you know what i mean it, yeah it just really depends i mean healthcare is just one of those things that's you know you, it sounds good till you get in there and if you if you are not geared towards being i heard a lady tell me today she was not a people person what the hell are you doing here then because if anything healthcare anything in healthcare you have to be a people person or your life will be miserable it's all about people that's all healthcare is about is about people if you're a fireman it's about people if you're a policeman it's about people anything you have to do when it comes to dealing with the public is about people so if you're not a people person in what you do i mean you can't even do customer service unless you're a people person even you if can't. you're a carpenter yeah even if you're a there's not a job that you could have when you're not dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Not even a drug dealer. Even a drug dealer has to be a people person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not talking about CVS pharmacists. I'm talking about, you know. The streets. Right. I'm talking about Tom and Leroy on the corner selling crack at $5 a pop. Uh, five for forty. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shit. You don't even want me to go there, N word. That's what I'm talking about, N word, my N word, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my N word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you, you have to. It's it's a 
It's a requirement. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a mandatory requirement. Mandatory requirement essential. That's that's that it's, essential. It's not even listed in the job description. It's just it's just there. Health care. It, it's it's in there. It's like literally subliminally in that whole you know title. Mm -hmm. well, you want to run a business? You want to be rich? You run a business? You're gonna have to deal with people. But there's your people who deal with more people who deal with the community. Mm -hmm. You're still going to have to deal with people. There's no way around it. No way around it whatsoever. And in healthcare specific, specifically, you have to know. Um, you know, it's it, it's crazy. But that was, <laughs> I, I got, I when this was happening today, <laughs> mind you, our signatures weren't on any of these papers. Me or my sister's signatures were on any of these papers. Matter of fact, the, the people's signatures who were on these papers weren't even there today. Yet, they kept asking us questions as though we knew. And I said at least five different times, you know I was trained on this system by your seniors, right? Mm -hmm. And then I asked my sister, you been here three years? Was this the way you were trained? Yes, that means three years ago, for three years at least, at least, right there, proof, confirmation, this system has been used. That means for three years, nobody checked it. That means for three years, nobody um, implemented the correct way it should be done. That means for three years, nobody checked the people who were training the new med techs on this bogus system that was never supposed to be used in the first place. Yet we were the ones who were getting the finger pointed at saying, you guys, you're supposed to be doing, and this could cost me my license, and this, you should be this, because if this is with the fines and the jail time and the handcuffs, I'm like, I'm not going nowhere in handcuffs, because if they come to me, they ask me, I'm going to say, that's the way they train me to do it. Well, who's in charge? Her. How come she doesn't audit the books? That's the <laughs> right. first question. Did you hear that? Say it again. How come Don't. the executive director does not audit the motherfucking books? Now, <laughs> now, every single Thursday, a medication audit is done. That means we count all the meds. After that, we put it on a sheet and then we hand it to the nurse. No one is in there when we do the count. No one is in there when we write the numbers down. Now, it doesn't mean that we're being shysty and stealing medications. No, that's, that's, that's not the point. I would be happy. I would be more than happy to have the nurse be there while I'm counting meds. I'm more than happy to be doing this. I would be even more happy. I would be more excited if there were cameras in the med room. Why? Because the last thing I need is for, uh, what, what do you call them? A Karen. <laughs> to step in there after I and steal something, and and when I'm, I'm when I'm telling you, I know for a fact there are at least two tweakers at this job. To walk into the med room, to do a count or to and then something come up missing, wink wink, and then my name get pulled into the batter, mm -hmm. because I'm not about to get fried with you. You're gonna have to take this ass looking yourself. It's not going to ha ass licking, ass whipping. 
yourself. I'm not going. I'm not going down with that. So I came home today and I, I asked my wife. I said, you know what? I, I'm. I'm. I got. It. I think I'm gonna put my notice in. Not because I don't like the job, because this that right there is a dangerous situation, situation to be into. I can't have that. Twenty years doing this with no discrepancies. I can't have that on my mark. That was one point she made that I have to agree with. You don't want this to follow you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when they were like, you know, things, uh, you know, it, things like this happen. I was like, you know, and she, and she said, well, why do you think it happens? I go, because of things like that in that book. Mm-hmm. What we just witnessed today could get all of us put in jail. Mm-hmm. This is what I said. Mm-hmm. And she's like, right, right. And I'm looking at her like, yeah, right, right. What the fuck? How come you haven't been checking this shit? How come we, my sister's been here three years, how come we're just finding this system out? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at them like, wait a minute, don't ask us. We should be asking you, how is this happening? They're looking at us like, oh, well, you know, this is supposed to be happening, and this could happen, these could be the consequences. Excuse my French. Bitch, are you crazy? Are you serious right now? Because the way I see it, we were doing everything we were supposed to be doing according to how we've been trained. You guys, you three, the the administrators and directors, you three are out of line. You three are out of order. You three are out of order because you're just telling us this, which means you haven't been doing your job. Three or more years and you let medtechs get trained under your license that you keep throwing on our shoulders and how you were sacrificing and putting your license on the line but, but yet you haven't they themselves are not efficient they're not right you're not efficient and consistent you haven't been doing any kind of audit the books are being taken out of the med room and shelved you're not even checking them we're on book seven people Book seven is when they found out that the books were never done right. Book seven, mind you, these are the thickness of a five subject um, wire bound notebook that you give your middle school, high school child to take to school in one of his, you know, super binders with the Spider-Man thing on the cover, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> so, seven, you don't, but they do. So, this is how... This is happening. This has happened for seven, at least seven books. And this place has been up for a while. I don't know when they took over because apparently somebody else was right there. In, in any case, just at least in the past three years, the books have not been audited. Nobody's checking them. But you want to come at us and tell us about how you could lose your license? At this point, I don't give a shit about your license. <laughs> Yeah. I give a shit about my my career and my reputation mm. as someone who's been doing this. People who know me know better. They know how I am about that kind of stuff. Mm. My wife is a nurse, as your father would say. Mm. <laughs> my wife is a Real nurse. We <laughs> uh, love you, Papa. You um, know, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you, you know, ask him or I ask him. You, 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 you,
You know, right. so, you know, so you know she's a nurse. She's yes, a I do. Nurse, <laughs> nursing I mean, I've, I've been here for about a week. I'm sure by now. So <laughs> you have two jobs. <laughs> Jobs. No, wait, you have one job and then you quit that job, go to the next? No, 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 I have two jobs. Oh, oh! oh. Two jobs. So you work. <laughs> so if you haven't guessed, my wife's Filipino. <laughs> no. So am I. Um, I'm black Apino. He's black Apino. Black Apino. Big up to all my Zulu Union out there, all you yogis and all you higher level of consciousness people. Um, we love you. Um, so yeah, that's my rant. That's my rant, man. Um, <laughs> you can see more. You can hear more of these, and you'll also see visual ones. We'll have visual ones up on our YouTube channel, Memento. Ma 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 me me mental me mental charm key on YouTube M E M E N T O C H A R M K Y Memento Charm Key um as well as music reviews and also some um vlogs slash you know stuff on Monk TV. Do you want to see my recipe? Did you scroll to my cookie shop? Yeah, see the awesome cookies she makes and ZT and coffee. Things like that. I don't have those on my channel yet. You know, they'll be there. They'll be there. We're just gearing gearing you guys up. Yeah, so go subscribe. Memento Charm Key. Go there, subscribe. It's Uh, M E M E N T O C H A R M K Y. Memento Charm Key. Go there. Support. Support. Um, yeah, support us and check us out, man. We're good people, man. We like to have fun. You are good at me. No, whatever. <laughs> 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 wow, who is that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm natural. Mm-hmm. I'm natural. Mm-hmm. Anywho. <laughs> um, Alright, motherfuckers! <laughs> that should have been our intro. Hey, <laughs> well, for next time. Next time. Next time. Dairy Girls, if you haven't seen it, you gotta watch it. Netflix, Dairy Girls, I'm telling you, you'll love it. Anyway, that does it for episode one. Um, any closing remarks? Keep the ratchets away. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and don't be an asshole. And don't be an asshole. <laughs> be nice. Be kind. Don't be an asshole. Rewind. Um. Bye. Peace. Socialize. Socialize. I can walk in any spot. Give me plenty props. Give me plenty props. Give me plenty props. Give me plenty Booty pop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.